Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey podcast with Jim Belial. And alert the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey podcast with Jim Belial. Trap, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for every Everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Over there, over there, send the word, send the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music, nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. It's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well... My advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean lab. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. It is March 1st today. Welcome to March. Oh man, can you believe it? March is here already, and it's also the first day of Women's History Month. Today we have our first of five female guests this month with Christy Huff. Christy, thank you so much for being a part of this show. Um, Can't quite remember, but... Christy, Christy and I ha- had this conversation back in, oh, damn, January, I want to say, mid-January, end of January, um, and I actually enjoyed the conversation so much that I wanted to make sure she had a shining mo- moment here on the show, um, so I said to her, you know what? I want to hold off on releasing your episode. Yeah, we we did this mid-January looking at my calendar. And I said, you know what? I want to hold off on on your episode because in March we're doing a women's history thing and, you know, focusing on women of country music. And I just thought that this conversation was so great and so energetic and so in-depth and exactly 
you know, what I like this show to be that I was like, you know, what? I think Christy will be the perfect guest to kick off March. And I think once you hear this episode, you're going to agree. Um, so really, without further ado, I want to present to you the lovely, lovely Christy Huff. Enjoy. Hello. Hey. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be on the Booth and Whiskey podcast. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. I'm excited for you to be here. You know, it's it's kind of been a very quick turnaround, which is, for me, really, really surprising. And anybody else that's listening to this is probably pissed because yeah. oh. I'm usually like, you know, hey, sorry, can't can't talk to you for, you know, six to eight weeks. And, you know, usually people are really good about it, but you like literally just caught me at the exact right moment. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, no, this is great. I know, because it's only been like, maybe like two to three weeks or something. Yeah. 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 And for and like, really, like, I know that probably sounds super arrogant for me to say, but, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much booked out until April with no, no leeway, yeah. you know? Man, so well, I'm glad that I caught you before then. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it kind of um, hit me at a, at a good time, because it's like, after the holidays, I feel like January is always like, a weird like lull thing like you know yeah. so I'm like oh this is this is awesome and so yeah I'm, I'm really excited to be here and yeah thank you yeah absolutely you know when you kind of you know you I you know everything goes so fast over here for me that you know I'm, I'll be totally honest I don't I don't remember a lot of conversations I have with people I just know that I have them yeah <laughs> you know yes so like you know I don't honestly remember how you came across me do you re do you remember how that all happened Yes. Yeah, so um, I, I think you have, I mean, I know you, you've interviewed a couple of my friends. Oh, okay. Um, like Kirsty Krause oh, and right. Sarah Harrelson. Oh, um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think I just saw you, um, you know, as I'm an independent artist, as independent artists do, you know, uh, it's like we get help, we, we get by with a little help from our friends, yeah, right? Oh, I like, yeah. I always see, you know, people see where I'm playing I see where they're playing and then I'm like oh cool and um I saw that my friends were interviewed um by you and I was like oh that would be really cool so then I reached out so I'm glad that you know like it's cool too that we kind of have like a similar circle too so yeah absolutely you know it's it's funny you say that because um I love those two girls like so much like so so much me too and I've, I've actually, you know, I, I would say that I don't know how they feel about it, but I, I consider them really close friends, you know, especially Kirsty, like Kirsty and I, you know, probably text at least once a week to see how each other's doing, you know, because oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, because that's just the relationship we've built, you know, and like, I've built that with, you know, a lot of the people I've interviewed, which, you know, for me is the point of that's this. the best part about it. Yeah. 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 You know, because it's, you know, I don't want to just talk to you for an hour or whatever it is and then be like, all right, well, good luck. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's cool. not really, yeah. That's not really my style. You know, like I, you know, I see what everybody's doing on social media. So I know when things are happening and, yeah. and stuff. Well, and that's the beauty about, I think, like the music industry, um, like apart from like other like industries or communities, is that it's like, it's it's a bond like it's, it's something bonds us together more than just like like I have friends you know who who like are in different industries and it's kind of like okay I'm gonna go and then I leave and like sure I have friends and like I meet people on the way but it's like that's work and that's not really you know like yeah 
there, oh, yeah. there's, there's not like an actual relationship but like with music what's amazing about it it's like this is this is our passion as well and it's like it, it takes a, a special or like a different type of a person to like you know be immersed in this industry so yeah, I think yeah. like when we find people you know then it's like oh cool like we're more of a community you know and like stand, stand by each other so yeah, I mean, you know that's like a beauty about it. Yeah, you know, and I feel like country music in general is exactly is very yeah. unique to that. You know, because yes, you know, growing up, you know, I I listened to all kinds of music. I was a big classic rock and jam band kind of kind of guy, and um, you know, I had toured with other bands and 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 oh, saw okay. a lot of things, but like it was never like it is with this. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and I think that's why I love that you you told that story about, you know, Kirsty and Sarah, because, you know, in any other, I think in any other genre, that would have never been a, a conversation. No. And, um, you know, like I'm um, like I'm in L.A., so I'm there's like there's it's not just the country like I go back to Nashville frequently um but what's different about LA like I mean I love LA but then also there's like that side to it of like um it's not just the country music industry it's like pop and rock like so many different types of genres and I can tell like especially like with like like the LA pop scene sometimes it's like don't like don't talk to me I don't want to be friends with you because I see you as my competition you know Right. But, like, in the country scene, it's, like, you know, you go to a writer's round uh, and you listen to somebody and then you can walk up to them and be, like, wow, you're so cool. Like, you're amazing. Like, I would love to write sometime. And nine times out of ten, you book a write and, like, you're there. And, and that's without even, like, the other person's, like, knowing or saying or, like, you know, like, yeah. you having to prove, like, yeah, see, I'm a songwriter, too. But right. I feel like in different, uh, especially genres, it's like, oh, cool. Um, yeah, send me your links. You know, it's like a little different, which I get that too. But then yeah. um, at the same time, it's like, it's nice to be able to like, sure, like let's get together. Um, and really you don't have to prove anything, you know, it's which yeah. is awesome. You know, and I've also noticed that, you know, yeah, there's, uh, I also feel like there's a level of caliber in country music that, the other genres don't have and I and I don't mm -hmm. say that disrespectfully I say that it's like you know like the independent artists are more like minor leaguers you know to use baseball terminology yeah, where, yeah. you know the the talent in the performance and the songs that you're seeing are as good if not better than what you're hearing on the radio and seeing in that mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. in the bigger places you know I because mm -hmm. I really feel that you know and seeing a lot of these artists I've interviewed and talking with them and listening to their music, you know, I find myself more and more going back to the independent artists and listening yeah. to them over the, you know, the Lukes and the, um, yeah. you know, yes. the Marins of the world. Like I really am. Yes. Well, because I feel like too, um, you know, I mean, you know, I love all those big named artists, but I feel like once you get to be that at that level, when you're writing songs for radio and stuff like that, I feel like in a way that kind of, um, you know, minimizes or, you know, just makes the, um, I don't know, like your creativity have to be a little bit less than what you 
would do if you're just like I'm just writing this song and putting it out and like yes of course I want people to like it but I'm not thinking about it okay is it two and a half minutes is it you know does it check these boxes for radio you know what I mean it's just like well I'm just gonna get down to like what country music is all about and that's just to like write a good song and the story you know yeah Um, absolutely so yeah no I agree with you like 100% it's it's really fun to like go on um you know like with streaming it's kind of cool I feel like it, it makes it a little bit easier to discover you know the more like independent artists you know rather than just listening to you know country 101.5 you know right so. right oh absolutely you know and and to piggyback on that you know when it comes to you know somebody like you or Kirsty, because we've talked about it um or sarah you know when you ladies sing something right regardless of what it is you know i think the regular person believes you you know whether yeah. whether it's something you actually went through or not yeah know, but like you know when luke combs or you know somebody you know in the you know in the arena <laughs> country music world sings something yeah everybody likes it everybody sings along but you know at, at the same time you know yes. you know luke combs and kenny chesney are not going back to their nine to five to, <laughs> no. to do their thing after the show <laughs> that's you know? so that's so true yeah yes because it is all about the story and sometimes when you hear like um you know i mean obviously you can be writing about different parts of your life but like when i hear like carrie underwood sing like a breakup song or something i'm like i'm like well but i know that you're married and have like two kids right now right <laughs> you know <laughs> right, you know right 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 yeah it's you know it's funny because so I went to go see, oh, I went to go cover um, Chris Lane and Ernest cool. and Lily Rose. Oh, awesome. And, you know, I had seen Chris Lane before and it's like, you know, it, but it's like before he had gotten married and, you uh-huh. know, now it's, now it's funny to hear those songs because it's like, you know, like we know. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're a huge artist now. Like we know that you're not making big, big plans anymore. You've already made those plans. Like, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Those plans happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which is great. Good for you. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's, it's funny how, how, um, how different it is because, you know, even, even those mainstream artists that sing these songs, you know, for, for most people, they still can connect. And I think that's, yes. you know, the biggest thing about country music is regardless of, you know, independent artists or signed artists, um, there's a connection there with the fans. Yes, yes. Well, and that's the thing too, you know, um, sometimes like when it comes to songwriting, it's like, yes, you are writing from your own experience, you know, most of the time, but sometimes it's like just to be human and like living and like observing that inspires you too. And it doesn't necessarily have to be your story that you're telling all the time. Sometimes, you know, you are telling, you know, somebody else's story, but you could be close to that in some capacity. So, um, so yeah, so that, that is, that is true too. It's like, you know, it's all, I think that's just what connects us is like being able to just like, Imagine, I mean, that's why people like love movies too, right? It's because it's like, yeah. oh, I'm watching this story and to kind of like escape and like, you know, I might not be, um, you know, like I might not be a wizard like in Harry Potter, but like there's <laughs> aspects about that story that I can relate to, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it, it's all about the connection. And, you know, the more human the story is, the more, 
believable, the, the more believable it is. Yes, yes, yes. You know, so you, you know, even, you know, I was actually, it's funny because I was talking to a, another um, podcaster, I guess, yesterday or the day before. Oh, cool. And we were talking about, you know, big artists and, you know, things that we know as people that they've gone through, you mm-hmm. know, now after hearing certain songs and it's like, oh, damn, I thought they meant this, but they actually mean that. Or they were singing to this person and not who I thought they were singing to. And, you know, it, it takes, but still it works, you know, yeah. it, it still connects with somebody. And I think that's, that's, you know, that makes a great song. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, and I was like talking to somebody the other day about like, I don't know. Oh, maybe it was like Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. Yeah. Um, you, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, they they like just broke up and all this stuff. And uh, they were like, oh, I don't even know, like all of like the history of like who they're dating or what they're or all that kind of stuff. I just like, oh, like I thought the song was about them and that. So also but most people probably just like listen to the song and it's like, oh, yeah, that's what they're going through right now. You know, I'm like, yeah. I just like celebrity gossip. So I just like, Ooh, <laughs> what's happening with this person? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny because I have no idea about celebrity gossip unless it's in the country music world. And yes, you know, because it's you know I talk about it all the time and how small the industry it is actually such a small, is. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like I I've run across people that actually know you know so and so and actually yeah. know so and so. You know, so it's like you know you kind of hear the stories that actually happen rather than what's in the the headlines. in the magazines or something. Yeah, yeah yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's 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 really fascinating because you know people have no problem talking. Either. <laughs> no. Well, and I think too, it's like everybody always wonders. I mean, um, you know, even like an indie artist a song that I hear I hear a song of, I'm always like, oh, I wonder like what happened or like what they meant or like yeah. no, you know what I mean? Like what what brought brought them to this place where they wrote that? You know. Right. So I think it's like just like human nature to like. Ooh, huh interesting you know (laughs) yeah Yeah. um so now that we've you know pretty much talked about everything that is the industry and how to write music um how did you get to where you are yes well so I am um originally from Arizona and like born and raised there um you know, it's funny because whenever people are like, well, like country music, how did you get that from Arizona? Because most of the time, you know, they like associate that with like the South. And of course, you know, but yeah. Arizona is very like Western cowboy vibes, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I I loved um, like my my parents, uh, their first date was at a George Strait concert. So they like they we were always listening to country music in the house and um you know, like ranging from like Faith Hill to like, I grew up in the era of when like Taylor Swift and Carrie Underwood and Miranda Lambert, you know, were first coming out. And, um, you know, I have three sisters. So I always, you know, we would always love to like sing and um, dance and all that kind of stuff. So when I was little, I would just, I just started singing. And then as I got older and started listening to these other artists, they really inspired me. And, you know, you know, like when you're like a little kid and people ask you, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And like, when you're a little, you're like, oh, I want to be like an astronaut or whatever. <laughs> like, I was always like, I want to be a singer, you know. And yeah. then when it got to the point, um, you know, like my senior year of high school is when I actually really started to write songs. And that's when I was really like, you know what, I'm going to take what I thought at the time was like, I'm going to take a gap year and 
take a year off and not go to college and like pursue this music thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and I started recording some songs in Arizona, like when I was in high school, where I was from. And then that eventually <clears throat> my producer in Arizona was like, you need to come to this, um, the songwriters festival in Kauai. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll come to Hawaii and go to this <laughs> songwriters festival, you know? Yeah. And that's where I met my producer that took me out to Nashville. And that's when I, I mean, honestly, that is me deciding my senior year of high school to take a year off was really what, you know, kind of immersed me into this world. And, um, you know, since then, like, you know, I went to Nashville, recorded two albums. And then um, I, at the time, I mean, this was like eight years ago now. At the time, Nashville was, I mean, Nashville's changed a lot, you know, in the last eight years or like in the last five years even. And um, at the time when I first went there, it was, I, I was, I didn't really stand out. I was like another country artist who wanted to be like Taylor Swift or Carrie Underwood. Um, and I'm from the West Coast. So I was like, well, I'm going to go check out L.A. Um, and I ended up moving to L.A. mainly because I was 18 and like wanted to move to one of these cities, but also wanted to be somewhat close to home, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I moved out to L.A. when I was 18, didn't know anybody. And it was just kind of like, I'm going to do this music thing. And over the years to kind of sum it up, you know, I've, um, you know, put a band together Um and then starting in like 2019, um, I've been putting out a new single every six to eight weeks and, um, you know, have been able to go back and forth between L.A. and Nashville frequently. And, um, you know, like it's just kind of, you, you know, it's like with the music industry, the longer you're in it, the, the, the more progress you make and the longer you want to just keep on doing this. And, you know, I I've been able to do some really cool things you know that like you I never even thought like because you know when you start this industry I was like I was 18 and I had just recorded an album and I was like cool well I guess now I'm gonna go to labels and like show them yeah you know which is like no like that's not obviously like how it works like I but I, I'm really grateful you know I did those two albums and then that's I had a foundation to build from and yeah. then from there you know, I've been able to open up for some really um, cool people as an independent artist just by like, you know, like you learn like, okay, you have to sending emails, writing songs, playing shows, networking, um, you know, like being creative. That's all what an independent, independent artist does. It's like you're, you're everybody. Um, obviously, you are part of a great community, but you, you have to wear a lot of different hats, you know. Um, so I'm just really grateful for the path I've been on, but, um, 2019 is kind of what really kicked off my career with, um, being kind of recognized. Um, I had been releasing music for a while and then I was uh, starting to be recognized from like Spotify playlisting and everything. Yeah. Um, and then that's kind of what I got, I've gotten to play like whiskey jam and like open up for Toby Keith and Billy Currington and old dominion and Jason Aldean. And just, uh, you know, I've gotten to play uh, some great festivals because of you know just some like Spotify really helps me with that so yeah. um, I give I'm I think right now it's like the best and the worst time to be an independent artist it's the best time because you know if you really want to do it you have the you, you can right now but then it's yeah. it's harder because you know deals aren't really being 
you know, people aren't really signing you as they did in the past. You have to kind of create a name for yourself before. Yeah. Um, but it's awesome. So I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of like a brief summary, I guess. Um, and then I just came out with a new song like two weeks ago. So yeah, just continuing on that journey of creating and releasing and touring and being able to meet like people like you along the way. So yeah, yeah no, I- Absolutely. And, you know, I, I was going to touch upon it. I'm glad you did because, you know, so everything I kind of use, utilize and go through is all through Spotify. You know, Apple yeah. music is great, but I just, I don't have, you know, the only Apple thing I have is my iPhone. And yeah. that, that was a, you know, I went to that kicking and screaming, um, <laughs> you know, you know, they, they're great, but you know, whatever, but uh, yes, no, <laughs> so I feel like, like they have enough money. And I get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. No, it's true. Uh, but you know, I'm looking at your Spotify and your numbers. Cause I, cause that's what I do. You know, I'm not, yeah. I, I've got, you know, again, this, I hate even talking about it, but I've been able to grow this enough where, you know, some of that kind of matters where yeah, you know, yes. I don't, you know, like you at the beginning of your career, you know, you don't need to necessarily scrap and claw for everyone and anyone. You can kind of pick and choose what you're doing. Exactly. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, and like, I'm looking at some of these numbers of these songs that you have. And for an independent artist, it's kind of, and please don't take this the wrong way, but it's mind blowing. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. No. Like you have one song on here that has over 3 million listens. Yeah. Yes. Like how the hell did you do that? (laughs) Well, you know. I mean, if um, you don't want to divulge too many secrets, that's fine. (laughs) No, I mean, honestly, like I wish I knew the secret even more because every day, you know, I mean, honestly, like the secret I mean and like I guess if I could give like my younger self advice would literally be just to like keep on releasing music um you know I mean I have um, a a whole catalog of songs that aren't even on Spotify anymore like you know right now when you look on my catalog it's probably like I don't know I think it's like 22 23 songs or something yeah I had like two other albums on there that are now nowhere like maybe you can listen to them on SoundCloud now, but like that before that I now have taken down, you know? Um, Yeah. And you know, that's because you, the way, I mean, at least all I know is like the story and like the journey that I've been on, but like from what I've learned is like, I, I, I learned by like doing trial and error and like releasing and just kind of like immersing myself in the industry. And, you know, the song that kind of really immersed me into Spotify at least was a song called urban love and Mm. um you know it got picked up on spotify playlists and the way that you know even that is a journey to get to where you know um i i was at the point and this was in 2019 when you know i had been i had released two albums and then released a couple singles and you know i i had been doing it for a while and um was like you know what i am done releasing music that people aren't listening to (laughs) basically you know and I want to really you know come up with a plan um to you know I I know there's a lot that you can't control in this industry but like what you can control is uh like if if you can't control anything then like grab onto it you know yeah and I was seeing you know like right now um the big thing you know obviously is streaming and getting on playlists so I, I made kind of like a goal in 2019 with um getting ready for my release of my song urban love i was like okay uh what are people doing to get on these playlists 
they are doing pre-save campaigns and um you know i didn't even know this but like in order to even get your song on spotify playlist like to pitch them you have to it has to be uploaded in the spotify for artists app at least a week before uh but it's even better to have it be longer so that you can submit it to those playlists which i had had no idea about um so i you know just did all this research and made sure that i submitted my song to the spotify playlist and then i had maybe like 500 people pre-save my song because i was literally just like texting every single person i knew instagram messaging uh you know just kind of yeah doing the old diy thing and then i really do think that that is what um got me noticed by curators and like people at spotify um and then that's kind of just what launched me from you know from there so right yeah just you know like reaching out to and like being that annoying friend and be like hey my new song's coming out you know yeah. but like people really do i think they they like to support people you know so yeah oh absolutely just trusting that yeah but that's that's i that's like you know 2019 is when i really started to to do that and then with that like once you start getting kind of recognized on these playlists you know if you release a song and then wait six months and release another one they're gonna forget about you so it's like you know I released my next song like like yeah like maybe like eight weeks after but even now I'm trying to do like every like six to eight weeks so um so yeah you know just like being consistent with it all and you know of course you go through like it's like it's up and down all the time you know sure. but like yeah I don't know so yeah it's it's been it's been good though you know yeah you know it, it's funny because it's like I, I was looking at your numbers and, and seeing how many listens you have and I was like there's got there, there's got to be something more to this that I'm just not seeing and you know I scoured the internet looking looking for you and expecting some sort of you know idol or voice attachment and yeah there was there was nothing and I was like this girl's like doing it all on her own and like really kind of kicking ass thank you oh thank you you're welcome and you know and like I love that I love that you know because it's like you know we haven't really talked much about how you know your songs are really good you know so it's you're welcome so it's not like you know you're just plugging away at songs that suck (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay good (laughs) you know yes no they're good you know and they're catchy and they're you know they are pop country, which is the thing right now. And, it, mm-hmm. you know, it, they don't sound like crap. Which, Thank you. You know, they, I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but, you know, uh, some independent artists yeah. do, you know. And, yes. And that's not their fault. It's not, you know, it's not that the song is bad. It was just, you know, whether produced bad or... Exactly. There's way so too much, much that to goes the fact into that, it. Like, people are going to get pissed off at me, but... No, no. You know, it... It is, it's true you know there's you know there's plenty of artists that I really like that you know I'll send to somebody else and be like hey listen to this song isn't this great and they're like oh this song sucks <laughs> you know, yeah, like, oh yeah. I really like this song <laughs> you know well, no, but- and it's like you said like a like a like a, a key thing you know um, which I have learned over re- recording a lot of songs but like you know, it's, it's like about the song, but then also it's like, and you don't really know this when you're first starting out either, um, is like, like even knowing a producer, like, like, you know, it's like, yes, going to a producer, but then also being able to have, 
um, the ability to like pick and choose because you know a couple different producers and you know as independent artists and stuff when you're first starting out you just don't know like I mean if if, if they're if you're like me you don't know anything about about anything you know right, about right. Like, the music industry there's not really um yeah like like even if you study music in school there's no uh guide to being an independent artist you know right, um right. and so it's it's interesting because it's like um you know like when I first started I worked with this uh one producer who was great but it just didn't make um it was like more like old school country which is great but I was trying to um even trying to be like more of like a country pop I mean like I told right. like my my uh, <laughs> my inspirations were like Carrie Underwood and like, you know, uh, Taylor Swift, you know? So, um, so, so then it's like over time, like even like finding like, you know, like now when I go in, I'm like, cool, I have this song and I kind of have like, um, a couple producers that I work with. So now I can be like, who would, uh, suit this song best? Like as far as producing it goes, you know, cause, cause yeah, it's more than just the song. Cause then it's also like, okay, then who can I trust? to make this song what I actually want it to be, you know, cause that's a whole other thing. Yeah. So yeah, I know it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, and yeah, sometimes I, I do feel for like the people who, um, you know, I hear like, I'm like, Oh, this is a great song, but like, man, the production or something like that. But I mean, you just like, I think the more you release and stuff, you just learn. Cause like, I'm still learning, you know? So yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, <clears throat> speaking of which, do you have have you ever had a song where you you take it to a round and you play it acoustically or you know how however you initially put it out there and then you mm-hmm. go in the studio you record it you produce it it's you know it's in its final product and do you have do you have a song where you go back and you go huh I wish I would have just kept it a little more yeah. I, I don't want to say yeah. more country because that sounds negative but um like more you know, more true to like its original form or yeah, something. yeah yes yeah I'm trying to um yeah like sometimes you know well I mean there's a song that I honestly haven't even recorded and like don't haven't even put out because I am afraid of that happening of like yeah. I love the raw form of it that I'm like I don't want to, I almost like don't want to put all of like the whistles and gadgets on it because (laughs) I think that the, just, you know, the way that I wrote it, which was just with my guitar, um, you know, like I really just don't imagine, because sometimes, you know, it's like you write a song and you can imagine how, how it's going to be produced kind of, you know, like you write it kind of with that intent or something, but then there's some songs that you're like, hmm, no, maybe like this is just supposed to be like raw you know so yeah yeah, like so uh, like out of like the songs that I've released um at least like that I have out at this moment um I I am none of those ones I feel like oh I don't I wish that this wasn't recorded this way but there are some that like I just I want to put out in the world but I haven't yet because I don't want to like record it or like have it be like produced but then I'm like maybe I'll just record an acoustic version and just put that out you know and then see see what happens yeah yeah you know it's it's so funny because you know i you know and then there's there's artists that will um you know sing their songs in a round and that's exactly how they put it out and it's like okay well it could have used a little more work or you know whatever you know i'm not a 
I'm not an industry insider by any means, but like, I also am the consumer and I know what sounds good to me, you know? Yes. Yes. There's, you know, they're a perfect example. I have a, when I was, when I was in college, I followed around a band called OAR, right? Okay. And they, they had put out a couple years ago, they put out, they were writing a song in Nashville. It sounded very country music-y. It was great. And, you know, they're, they're a jam bands, you know, kind of, kind of band. So it mm-hmm. was kind of out of their realm. And, you know, over the years, they've really become more, you know, Imagine Dragons sounding and, you know, whatever. Okay. So, mm-hmm. and then they released this song and it has all those bells and those whistles and those, you know, click tracks. And it's like, yeah, why the fuck did you do that? <laughs> you know yes yes why didn't you just keep it just keep you know, it you ha- too right, yeah right keep it you keep it raw you know country music is you know anybody with any sort of musical career that isn't going <laughs> you know the yeah. right way you know is doing country music and succeeding at it yeah you know yeah. so why wouldn't you dabble in that you know yeah i i mean Obviously, that's so true get, yeah I don't get paid to make those decisions yeah but you know if I did that would be like one of the first questions yeah yeah so that's so you know, interesting um that they well I think too it's like um you know maybe it's like the longer you're in something you're like you you do listen because I even find myself sometimes um falling into this where I'm like with my producer and I'm like oh yeah, I want it to be like this song or this song that's like already out. But then I'm like, I, I like, no, like you want to keep to who you are, but then sure. it's hard to be in this industry too. Cause it's like, oh, but then like what? Cause it's like, you know, it's tricky. Cause it's like, I want to be an artist and I want to be true to who I am. But then I also want to be listened to, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and, yeah. and, it's like, yeah. and like, um, you know, like th- there are different things that trend and different things that like are popular and things like that. And it's like, you know, it's like, you have to like take some of that in or like, you don't have to, but it's like, you feel like you have to a lot of the time, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. but then I think that honestly, like the, the people who do the best and who become like, you know, like legendary in in the industry are people who just like do their thing and eventually that like you know it 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 all has its own timing you know right so yeah you know and I've noticed that like you know a lot of artists will say like oh I want to be like so and so like you know like you have said you know but like those certain some of those things like just they happen by circumstance you know they exactly. happen by yeah by luck you know taylor swift yes. had a great <laughs> country music career and then just so happened it just so happened she could cross over and be a mega pop star too exactly no exa- exactly i mean that yeah you're you're totally right like i mean she's not the first person who's tried to do that or right. who's done that and who you know what i mean like like that's the thing like um that's what's so interesting about her career honestly uh, i mean okay so we've been I mean, how how she's like 31 now or something. And she came yeah. out with her first album when she was like, what, 15, 16. Yeah. And she's like stayed, uh, well, she's been consistent, but she's like also like stayed relevant. And maybe it's because it's like, you know, she grew up with her audience, you know? Right, right. But it's very interesting how like, you know, there's people like her and then there's people who 
you know, like have their moment and then like they come out with like their second or third album and then you just kind of like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, I mean, obviously like her music's amazing, but then, yeah, you're right. I think that it's also like timing and like marketing. Like there's so much that goes into it, you know? Yeah. You know, and I, I, I find it interesting you say that, especially about Taylor, because, you know, with her growing up with her audience and then, mm-hmm. you know, everybody in the media is like, well, when is she going back to country? And it's her next country album. And it's like, yeah, if she's growing with her audience, that's exactly where she's going back to because now all of us that are in our early to mid thirties are, that's the demographic right now. Yeah. That's so true. Those people are listening to. So yeah, I'm sure she will. Oh yeah. I I know. I'm like, I, um, I mean, even like her last two albums, you know, like folklore and evermore, you know, it, it's more like kind of like folky and, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. So, well, also too, like, that's like a really cool thing about her too, is that like no album um, sounds the same, you no. know, like everyone is different um, and she's not afraid to, she, and she's not afraid to kind of switch it up really, you know, because no. like her ch- uh, changing into like the pop scene could have been, bad you know yeah. like you know she could she could have been like well your country though because honestly that's kind of how i felt at the very very beginning i was like wait but but your country oh but then i'm like oh but then i'll just love your song so it doesn't even yeah. matter because like that's at the root of it that is what makes you country is like your songwriting you know yes yeah. you know so, yeah it, you know and it, and it made me laugh because i i was fortunate enough to see taylor you know pretty close uh-huh. Um, in concert for the bad oh, reputation so cool. for the bad reputation tour, and oh, so fun, yeah. You know, and I'm walking around, but and then there's still people with their, you know, with their cowboy boots and their, yeah, ha- you know, in their hats, and I'm like, like I get what you're doing, like I get it. Yes, I get you. You, you know, you're you're still making the connection to country music, but you know, the the show you're about to see is the last thing. <laughs> It's not you would ever see at a country music concert. <laughs> so <laughs> you know? true, I know. You know, but it's but it was interesting. You know, it was, and you know, all those people, you know, were in my age range. You know that. Inter- yeah, yeah. You know, because at the time I was probably I don't know thirty. When was that? Th- four or five. Uh, years it was ago? like twenty eighteen or about yeah, like twenty eighteen yeah. or something. Yeah. So yeah, I was early thirties, and it was you know it made sense because I was yeah. you know. It's like to me, Taylor Swift is a country music artist, and she always will be, regardless of what she's yes. done in the pop world. Yes, yes, yes. No, I I love her. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's so good. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, and she's like, she's such a performer too. You is. know, like you know, yeah. I have no bones about telling people that her concert was one of the best I've ever seen. Oh, same, same. You know, well, and too, what's fun too? It's like. Um, you know, I she's one of the only people who I can go and see, and I I literally I know every single song, you know, yeah. and yeah. too it it's it does have like a nostalgic thing for me because I'm like I started listening to her when I was in sixth grade, you know, <laughs> right, and right. and it's like when I hear love story, it reminds me of like my seventh grade talent show, like <laughs> you know what I mean, like so it's 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 like a nostalgic thing, kind of like growing up. type of thing too you know and I think we all have those artists that we that we you know um that we listen to that were like oh this just like I love them so much because they just yeah I grew up with them you know and yeah it's funny you say love story came out when you're in sixth grade because I think I was 
already in my first or second year of college when that's <laughs> damn god i'm no, getting old i love well i know man i'm getting but you know what like the older i get the more i'm kind of like okay like you i don't know it's like you learn you know and like you can kind of just I, i'm getting more confident the older i yeah. get oh hell I yeah feel. yeah you, you find yourself you know yes. more and more with with every year you're on this planet. Um, exactly. Know. Yeah. And that's not even just, you know, in whatever industry you're in or whatever your career is. That's, you know, yeah. you as a person. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, like when I first started like doing music, I was like, if I'm not here by this age, then I guess that's when I'll, you know, like yeah. do something else. But it's like it, your perspective changes because I'm like, well, man i wouldn't want to do anything else you know and you right. keep on progressing so it's like you know absolutely yeah. absolutely so now with you being you know now with that we're talking about pop country and yeah everything that is is that and you being in la is there do you have any plans or any foresight of you know moving to nashville and doing that thing full-time or are you pretty yeah. comfortable in la well you know so i um I've, I'm kind of lucky because um, the band that I played with for a long time out in LA um, all now live in, in Nashville. So okay. I have, um, I like rent a room for like super cheap <laughs> um, in their place that I just always have. And I like, I'm going back there again in like two weeks for a couple oh, weeks. Awesome. So I, I'm, I'm lucky that I get to go back and forth and, you know, every time I'm there, I'm like, oh yeah, like I want to stay. And then I come out to LA, I'm like, oh no. And I think I really do <laughs> oh, like no. the going back and forth because when I am in Nashville, it's like I'm only there to work. I'm only yeah. there for music. I'm not there to like, you know, like here it's like, okay, yeah, I do music, but then I also have like my friend group and then, oh, I have to go to the dentist or, you know what I mean? It's like you, yeah. you have your life, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, so I really do like that aspect of things of like when I'm there, it's like, to grind and I have rights I have like multiple rights every day shows meetings all that and kind of like go back and forth so Mm -hmm. I I do really like that um but I do want to go out to Nashville for like a longer period of time for that downtime because I do think think that there's also something to be said for just kind of being there and not being and, and like having time to like not work and then because I think opportunities come up from that as well you know oh absolutely so um so like right now I I do like the kind of like going back and forth and everything but I you know I hope with COVID it's everything has been weird but like I'm hoping that like over like the summer I can just stay out there you know yeah and yeah. and uh yeah so so yeah I know like to answer your question like yes and no you know like I don't sure. really feel like I'm like missing out because I do go there so frequently but do I think that there's like something more I could get if I was there longer maybe yeah you know yeah oh absolutely yeah yeah you know because it's funny you know I talk to so many people that you know talk about Nashville that aren't in Nashville and doing exactly what you're doing in the back and forth and you know it's pretty much the same story where they're like you know I would love to live there but I also like doing what I'm doing yeah yes you know because it also you know with the way the internet is and everything exactly. you don't need to stay in nashville to be 
discovered as, <laughs> as you know i mean yeah you're, you're killing it and you're not even you know you're not <laughs> even anywhere close exactly well yeah and you know i think too like um i do like having kind of like the breathing room of being able to be there and then like leave because for me for me personally i'm like my family like you know like like I need to be where like, um, yes, I feel like I'm, um, progressing in my career, but then also just like personally, like I'm being like fulfilled with like, you know, my relationships. And like right now, like my whole family's like, I have a sister who's in California. So, and my mom's here right now. So it's, it's nice to be like, have that accessibility yeah. as well, you know? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. 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 You need to be where your, where your support is too exactly yeah yes you know, yeah because there's a lot to be said about that you know if you don't have yes. your people close it, it's hard it's hard yes yes yeah. no but that's why uh I I mean I'm, I feel really lucky that like I do have like the opportunity to be able to like go back and forth and like um I feel like um the more that I go back and forth it's like you you know with like the country music scene it's like Kirsty and like Sarah it's like wow like I have like friends you know like they're mm. that are like genuine which is like really that's that's one thing that's really cool about Nashville right. you know now let, let me ask you because you know this is the first real conversation I've had that with somebody that also knows people that I have come to know <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> you know um in, you know in this world now how what is what is it like having friendships with these people? Do you, yeah, you know, is there, is there a, like a level of, you know, I'm going to say healthy, yeah, uh, healthy competition between, you know, you and let's say Kirsty or Sarah or, yeah, are you guys just friends? And when it comes to yeah. work, you know, work is work and you guys are doing your, you know, really different things. Yes, exactly. Well, so, you know, I will say like, so, you know, um, when I first started pursuing music, you know, if you would have asked me this question, I don't know, like when I was 18, 19, 20, I, I, I may have had another, a different answer for you, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but like, as you know, like when I was first starting out, I was like, I, I didn't even want to co-write. I was like, right. I just want to write my songs. I want to do this. This is, you know, like, like, like that's what I want to do, you know? And then the longer you're in this industry, the more you're like, oh, hey, co-writing isn't because you can't write by yourself. That's not what it is. You know, right. um, it, you co-write um, a, you know, there's a couple different reasons why, why a because um, first of all, like you bringing you two heads is better than one. It doesn't mean that the other head is better than you. <laughs> it means that you're coming in with a perspective and they're coming in with a perspective and it's really cool to be able to see somebody else's, else's perspective on an, on like the, the same idea, you know, right. and that makes you a better writer. So yeah. to kind of like answer like your question, I guess, like I'm kind of at a point now in my career and in my life. And I think that you, at least from my experience, I think you kind of have to like grow and, get here um is is like now it's like when i have these friendships and everything like that i don't feel competition because i i really do genuinely think that like we are all so different and we all have something to give and 
um, you grow with your friends, you grow with your group of where you're at. Like I was at an NSAI like meeting once and the, like somebody from Sony was there and somebody asked a question and they're like, um, how do you start writing with hit songwriters? You know, like, how do you get in the room with those top writers? And she's yeah. like, write with your friends because that's who like, like, okay. Nicole Galleon is writing with her friends, you know, yeah. like, Nicole, like she, and, and her friends are the ones who have other number ones. They, they just write with their friends and they grew, they like grew into their career together. That's what you have to do. Just write with your friends and write with people that you like and that you feel are, you know, and, and like, that's how you'll grow. So, right. you know, now I kind of feel like I'm at the point where it's like, if my friends are starting to succeed, then, then it's like, awesome. This is my circle of people. And like, that's, th that's my peer, you know what yeah. I mean? So now I kind of see it in that way but I think you know like yeah it's this is a weird industry and it's I don't think it's necessarily like makes you bad or like if if at first you're like oh there yeah there's some like healthy competition because like of course it's like um you know like you see I'm like oh that person's playing this show and that person's you know on the boots and whiskey podcast and that person's doing that and I want to do that yeah. and and that's kind of like it's it's a it's a thing that's not really like competition but it's like you see what your friends are doing to like kind of do what they're doing and then they see what you're doing to do what you're doing you know what I mean yeah yeah, oh, yeah so. absolutely yeah no it makes a lot of sense you know but, yeah you know for yeah. somebody like me where you know it's weird because like this whole and I'm probably still on a lot of tea here but you know <laughs> this this side of it you know the podcast side yeah and, uh, you know the media side of it you know is very it's a lot more cutthroat than I think I anticipated it to be. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, oh, you know, I do something and then I see another show do the same thing or, or vice versa, you know, and it's not yeah. even, not even, um, what's the word I want? It's not even intentional, you know, it's yeah. just how it happens because, you know, the independent artist field is so vast, but also so small, Yeah, you know, when it comes to, you know, talent that, um, you know, it's inevitable that you're going to come across the same people, you know, uh -huh. it's inevitable that you're going to, you know, have the same people on your shows. And, you know, that's exactly. why, you know, based on our conversation yesterday, why this is why it's so important to me that our conversations and the conversations on this show are the way they are, yes. you know, because yes. I've listened to other podcasts or other interviews and it's cookie cutter. And, and, that, and yes. if that's how they want to do it. That's great. Um, it's just not for me you know it's just yes well just and then to have a conversation like um i love um listening to podcasts yeah and my favorite podcasts are ones like this like like you said like that you that they're just two people having a conversation yeah you know uh, because it flows a lot better um and you know it's not i don't know yeah because like you know even as a consumer of of podcasts i can tell when it's like oh, this person just had, like, questions written on a sheet and, right. like, just right. asked them and it didn't really feel organic, you know? Yeah. So I I love this. And it's, like, we're having, like, a real conversation, you know? Yeah, you know, and that's, that's you know, I, I pride myself on that. You know, I know some people don't like the format or the setup and, you know, because it is that, you know, it could, this conversations could go anywhere as you've, yeah. as you've seen, you know, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, that's what I love about it is that it's not, you know, I don't, 
you know, you have a, you have a career, you have a great career, you're doing, you know, the same thing a lot of other people on the show are doing, you know, mm-hmm. like, I know that, I know that, you know, yes, I want to exactly. know you, I want to know who Kirsty Huff is. That's, yes. You know, yes. That's, and that's my, my goal. You know, I don't, I don't care that you write songs. I know that yeah. you do. That's why you're here. Yes. <laughs> you yes, know, we're like, yes. we're going to talk about it. We're going to touch on it because, you know, I'd be doing you a disservice if we didn't. Um, yes. But then like what? Yeah. Right. Like, cause if we talked about that, all of these episodes would be 20 minutes. And yes. And it, it would be boring for you after a right. while to be like, cool, right. so like, your song. Like, I don't know. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, so, you have, so you have a song out like everybody else. Like everybody else show. does. Exactly. <laughs> Like oh, you, why you played a show why, once? Awesome. Right, um, right. <laughs> and you know that's I honestly when I first started this, that's how I thought a lot of these conversations were gonna go. Mm-hmm. And I had had a conversation with somebody. I was like, that's gonna get really boring really fast. Yeah, you know, for yeah. me, for the kind of person I am, you know, because I want to, I want to shoot the shit. I want to, you know, I want to yes. learn about you. I, I, like I said, I know you write songs. I know you yes. play guitar. I know you do all this stuff. I did my research, you know? Yes. Yes. Um, well, and, and like everybody also, I mean, also it's like everybody would be able to figure that out too before, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. like anyway, like, like, so yeah, that's why I think it's, it's cool that you're like, Oh, cool. Now people can actually get to know me instead of just like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm always pushing my songs. People know that I release songs, you know? Right. <laughs> like, right. Right. It, and like that's the other thing like yeah i'm i'm here to highlight you as an artist but and and you know tell the world about your music but i i really feel in my bones that it's it's more important for people and you know consumers to understand the person behind the music not to sound cliche yeah you know, in order yeah. to really appreciate the music they're listening to exactly when like you know i mean to kind of like bring it back around to like what we were first talking about it's like it's it then it's kind of cool to kind of see like where the song came from or like where their music comes from or like you know anything like that like i love to listen to um you know different podcasts of like people interviewing like um you know like already like famous artists like there's like this uh, podcast called like and the writer is and they like interview songwriters and stuff and it's really cool to just kind of hear like who they are as a person you know because i'm yeah. like oh okay that makes sense that then like you would write this song or like you know like right i i just think it's um it brings more meaning to the music you know oh absolutely absolutely 100 percent, and you know it's also it, I just it makes it feel more genuine you know it makes yeah. it feel like I don't know it, it's it's really hard to you know put out there in words because it's it's more of a feeling you know I, yeah I really hope that people that listen to these like feel the emotion that is behind it you know not just for me but from the you know and like yes obviously there's guests that just want to come in and talk about their songs and their music or whatever is out and like that's fine you know that's yeah you know sometimes you can't get blood from a stone you know <laughs> and you know they're, they're on a different trajectory and that's totally okay yeah. you know and yeah. I, I want to have those people on too because yeah you know whatever um you know and it's it's just so funny it's it's fascinating to me how you know some people like you 
you know, want to have a conversation. And then there's other people that don't. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah, yes. I'm cool for whatever, you know, but, you know, I'm, I'm very clear, I, you know, because I ran into that a lot during season one where it was like, you know, you listen to some episodes and it's like trying to pull, you know, you can hear it. Yeah. You can feel it. It's like, yes. All right, give me this. Come it's on, like that moment me- of silence. Um, uh, right. Anyway. <laughs> right. 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 And it's, it's, you know, and that's when it's, you know, when to stop the conversation. It's like, all right, well, I yes. know I'm not going to get anything else out of you. So cool. Thanks. So, yeah. So, you like, know? where can I find your song? Awesome. Right. Right. <laughs> get right. Right. No, but it's true. It's true. Um, yeah. And then there's other people, you know, I could just talk to and talk to and talk to, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, but I try to limit it too so that people that are yes. listening aren't like all right like, like where go. is this going not right getting... <laughs> right it's not going anywhere we're just we're just shooting the shit um, which is which is really, uh, really that should be you should change your name of the part shooting the shit <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> boots and whiskey shooting the shit <laughs> yeah, that just should be my tagline <laughs> thanks for listening the, oh my gosh to, you yes. know, we were just shooting the shit <laughs> that should be oh my gosh that's hilarious <laughs> oh god i don't i don't i don't think the powers to be would uh would let me put that on a t-shirt oh i know yeah uh, but um, that'd be funny though yeah it would be it'd be awesome i i'd really stand out amongst the uh the crowd for that one yeah um, so you know, after i say it all that you know i'm gonna i'm gonna bring this around to to end this not because yeah. this is not because this isn't interesting but we're at an hour Yes. And I'm sure you have plenty of shit to do. Um, <laughs> plenty of shit to shoot. Okay. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right. um, so my last few few things I always ask everybody, um, and I have no, I still haven't figured out a way to segue this or make it into the conversation because it's just not the way the show is. Um, but seeing we are the Boots and Whiskey podcast, I need to know your whiskey of choice. And if you wear boots, what are your brand of boots of choice? Oh my gosh. Um, yes, I have a ton of, I have so many boots, more boots than um, friends. And <laughs> <laughs> which either, which could be saying a lot or not anything. Okay. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm such a bad brand person. I don't, I don't even know like what my favorite brand is. I, I just go to Boot Barn and like pick what I like. Nice. Yes. Um, so yeah, I I love boots. Um, whiskey, I don't like whiskey. What? I'm not, I know. What? Chrissy, this is something you could have told me 58 minutes ago. I know. Then you would have been like, um, no, you have to you have to like boots and whiskey <laughs> to be on this. this. This would have been a real quick, like, all right, so where can we find your music? Uh, <laughs> See, that's why that's why I waited. I was like, yeah. I know he's going um, to not, not you like... figured it out. That, you figured it out. That's good. Good that's, for you. Yeah. See, I was like, mm, if he's got a whole podcast called Boots and Whiskey, he's got to uh, like, he's got to like whiskey. <laughs> that's true. I mean, I, I sure. I know. You know. Well, you tell me your favorite and then I'll try it oh, and then I'll see don't... if that. Oh, oh if... now you're going to put this on me. I guess. Yeah. Uh, the typical woman um <laughs> so so i'm gonna be totally transparent with you i've only started to like whiskey over the last six seven months or so oh oh okay um, so you're so giving probably, me all this crap listen gonna... <laughs> listen listen this is my show i'll do whatever the hell <laughs> yeah, yeah, i want yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so so long story short we uh 
we met some friends at a whiskey bar restaurant not far from where we live okay. and you know my wife's a big whiskey drinker what you know has been you know she's always liked whiskey okay um and she's always tried to get me to do do it like it's a drug um try it <laughs> and I was like nah, you know I I would I would try it I was like no nah, not for me um but during the during the shutdowns and the pandemic and yada 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 you're like really, now's the best time to try whiskey. well well I started drinking IPAs and I never really could get into it I never really liked it it was just I was bored I was at home you know I had nothing to do so I was trying IPAs and finding what I liked and what I didn't like. And I found that I didn't like more IPAs than I did. Oh, okay. okay. So I stopped doing that. Now, this is a real long story on how to get to what I like to drink. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> um, that's okay. So we, we go to this bar and they have flights of whiskey. So you get a couple of different ones and... Um, my wife's friend's boyfriend at the time says, what do you, what do you want to, what do you want to have? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know any of this shit. I know who Jack Daniels is. And I know. I know. Like- I, see, I was just going to lie and say Jack Daniels, but then I was like, not even, I was like, it is a whiskey, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's a good one. So, okay, okay. um, so that's how I, Jack is kind of how I got started. And, okay. um, they had a Lynchburg lemonade and I was like, you know what, what, what the hell? I'll try that. I'll give it a whirl. And well, that was a bad idea because it just <laughs> snowballed. And so we did the flight and the flight was great and then so on and so forth. And here I am where, you know, I probably sound like an alcoholic where I like <laughs> drink whiskey all day, but that's not true. You know, but Jack is, Jack is the go-to. Um, okay. It's, it's just, you know, for where I live, um, a lot of the stuff I'm interested in, I can't get up in the northeast okay um, okay for regional for whatever reason yeah um but i've been you know i've reached out to distilleries and they've sent me bottles that i'm oh, you know cool. very very grateful for and um you know we actually just started last friday by the time this comes out this is going to be really old to people but and i'll explain that to you later um but so we did tx whiskey out of out of fort worth Oh, okay. And it was fantastic. Like, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, so by the time this episode comes out, this whole review on YouTube will already be out and all that stuff. So oh, nice. I'm, not give, I'm not giving anybody anything they don't know. Um, so but, go watch the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So go check it out on YouTube. You can find it. And <laughs> by the time this comes out, I still haven't have done it. Um, <laughs> Because that's just how my life works lately. It'll either be out or get ready for it to come out. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, I've been just trying a bunch of stuff and finding what I like, finding what I don't like. And, you know, we're we're doing these whiskey, these in-depth ones. That's over cool. Over on our YouTube channel. And everything's authentic, you know, just like these yeah. episodes. You know, there's no bullshit. There's no like, oh, this is really good because so-and-so is something because they're, like. Yeah. If yes. it sucks, it's I'm going to say it. <laughs> right that's cool okay that's good so then i can just go to your youtube channel and then learn exactly do you do you do uh boot reviews too so 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 fun story i'm trying to yes Um, okay that's pretty awesome okay yeah so i i have i will um 
I'm going to just say that and then I'll text you the story. <gasps> okay. I okay. don't want it really out there okay. yet until, okay. it, until it happens. Um, but yeah, yeah so, so boot things I think are on the horizon. Man, yeah, I love I love boots. Um, for Christmas, I got like four pairs of boots. <laughs> oh, nice! nice. <laughs> I know. I so have, like, I have one yeah. pair of uh, Ariats that I absolutely love, and I wear with everything. Nice. Um, you know, I have to wear you know a quasi suit every day for my nine to five, and uh-huh. those are my dress shoes. You know, my nice, boots. nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love them. They're comfortable, you know. They, I've broken yeah. them to the point where they slip on, they slip off. It's, it's awesome. man, that's that's. I love it when it gets to that point. Yeah, <laughs> when yeah. when you're like, hey, can somebody come and pull this boot off of me? Because yeah. I cannot get it off. Right. You know, it's funny because my so my wife has a pair of boots that she's had forever. She got for her birthday, you know, before me. Okay. And you know they were fitted right to her, and they're they're so old at this point. Like I can't even tell who made them whoa you know but but they're exactly like that they slip on her they slip off her you know and they they're right they're fitted right to her calf it's awesome they're, that's they're nice that's yeah oh yeah. i love boots yeah yeah so like i said i'll i'll text you and tell you the story but so, i think i think fingers crossed something's coming oh that's exciting okay cool yeah. yes yes i want to know yes yes so with all that being said, I can't thank you enough for being here. Thank um, you. Thank you so you know, much for having me. It's, it's, it's much been really early, fun. It's much earlier in the morning where you are than where I am now. <laughs> so I thank you for being up and awake and, yes. and doing this thing. It's no, awesome. of course. Thank you so much for having me. And Absolutely. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll definitely talk again soon. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep, not just absolutely. on the podcast, okay? No, no, absolutely <laughs> yeah. not. I mean, I have your number, so I will, I will bother the shit out of you. Awesome, great. <laughs> but maybe to the point where you're like, "All right, leave me alone." <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no. <laughs> well, um, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, um, and we'll we'll be in touch super soon. Sounds good. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, there you have it, everyone. My conversation with Christy Huff. Wasn't she so great? Um, I really love this girl. Like, she's been super kind and super sweet. Um, yeah, like, our, our relationship didn't hasn't panned out the way that I thought it was going to based on the conversation. I mean, she's busy. I'm busy. You know, life happens. Um, but I know that I could pick up the phone tomorrow and text her or call her and if I needed anything and she'd be right there. And she's, she's such a sweetheart. Um, so thank you, Christy, for, for being our first female guest of March. Um, also, just so you know, I know we're going to feature females this month, but I'm going to tell you right now, Friday. Friday is my, your host with the most, it's my 35th birthday. So I'm probably going to go a little ape shit on Friday with posting. So I, I apologize in advance. Um, Friday, there will be two songs of the day. One of them will be my go-to birthday anthem uh, that I have every March March the 4th. Um, and then there will obviously be a female as well. Um, so just, just be aware of that. Um, I want to thank my friends and my partners here at the Boots and Whiskey Podcast, Matthew Allen Photography, who I spent 
this past weekend with a lot of time with at PBR. Uh, Matt and I had a great time. Um, look for that coverage. If it hasn't come out already, because I say that because I'm not sure I'm going to get to it before today's release. Um, but definitely in the next day or two, look out for some of that. Um, Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company, without you guys, I don't really know where we'd be. And Soul Authentic, you know, we're, we're starting up with some great stuff with them. We have some things in the works and some really cool ideas. So, so stay tuned with that. Um, I think we are going to take a, a bit of a, a break with the whiskey reviews this week. Uh, the in-depth ones, the ones we release on YouTube due to some scheduling stuff. Um, nothing bad, just scheduling. Um, we do have Heaven's Door and Three Chords that we're going to do. That's going to be the next, really the next six weeks um, once we start recording those. So keep keep a lookout for that. Um, thank you so much for tuning in and kicking off Women's History Month here with us at the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Um, oh, before I forget, this Thursday, March 3rd, we were going to be covering all of the fun and excitement over at Michael Ray over at Six String Bar and Grill right here in Massachusetts over at Foxborough Stadium or what used to be Foxborough Stadium, now Gillette Stadium and Patriot Place. Our friends over at Country 1025 were gracious enough to invite us to come and hang out. And I'm super looking forward to seeing Michael Ray. This was a show that was supposed to happen last October, I think. Um, so I'm super psyched that it, it kicks off, you know, again, my birthday, <laughs> uh, my birthday weekend, which is going to be great. Um, and our friends Scarlet Drive are going to open up that show. Um, if you forgot, Russell James, one of our um, one of our friends from season one, he is a lead singer for Scarlet Drive. If you haven't heard that episode, you gotta, because it's, it's awesome. Um, I know it was a while ago and these, you know, maybe we need to have Russell, I think back maybe for episode 100, we'll have Russell back. Um, we'll see episode 100 is going to be special because I mean, we're almost there. We're almost there to episode 100 and we're almost there to our one year birthday. Um, which we got a lot of things coming up this year in honor of our one year anniversary. So without further ado, guys, thank you so much for checking out the show today. As always, keep those boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass. Cheers, everyone. Good night.